G'day and welcome to Infronos, I'm Execute. This is part two of our interview with Sandy Roberts, where in the first part we kind of talked more about uh, the origins of Star Citizen. This second episode's uh, more about generalized Star Citizen questions. He's our grid. That's Execute. So sit down, put your feet up, rest a spell, and enjoy this second half as much as we did. Take care. All right, so I think we'll move on a bit then. So... Tell us what your intent of the next great starship was, because that was your brainchild, I believe, yeah? Yeah, it was. I mean, um, I just wanted to involve the community as much as possible. And I also wanted to... We were struggling to find staff. Yep. And um, just get a team going mm. so this and is this was back before frankfurt came in so um you're talking mm -hmm. about trying to find cry engineers essentially yeah yeah mm. and it's very technical right it's very yeah difficult um mm. so i just wanted to get more awareness out there for it and see if there were some people who did modding or did who who could use the engine um and that was just you know i had to put my producer hat on and my branding hat on and i called alienware and i was calling all these people for sponsorship and um dan giesling actually helped me out with some um like production people to yeah. do that kind of show i mean it's difficult to make a show mm. about that interesting <laughs> right? <Because> virtual starships <laughs> Yeah, yeah exactly. I think I think like, you might know now what you didn't know back then is like the community is really into all that nerdy stuff. Um, I still see developer. I'm thinking of a particular developer that works with um, the guy on Quantum Algrid. Um, not um, not the main dude, not um, Tony Zerovic, but he's his underling. I forgot his name, but on. Uh, I can't remember. I don't know his name. I really don't know his name. But he basically, like, everyone got really excited when they brought the Quantra up and just had the special effects. And he's just sitting there going, I don't get it. I don't get it. Why, why are they cheering? Like he, you know, and I just, little things like that all the time that we get really excited about. Um, uh -huh. I always find that quite funny. Yeah, we love all the little details, um, which is still something I love about this community. Yeah, um, so it's um, Starship was a very fun project to do it mm. was a little chaotic because i was doing all of it um but it actually requires a lot more people than yep. just me yeah <laughs> so yeah um i actually remember um way back when you told me about you were gonna the next one was gonna be the next great star marine that was the last time i think you and i talked it's been that long um and and i assume that didn't come about because you didn't need more people I, I don't know why, why did that end do you know can, can you tell us why that didn't come about i think then we had the um the uk office came on board and that came with a lot of people so mm. that was a real help too and then we also i can't remember if a couple of video game companies folded in frankfurt right Oh, yeah. There was a reason that we got quite a few staff in Frankfurt. So, didn't so, well. so Crytek didn't pay their staff for two and a half months. And so and you so, actually got people directly from Crytek, the people that actually made the engine, they came over. Uh, and that's, and that's, that's, what, right. that's, least, that's really least, where it kicked off. At least that's our, um, that's our, our recollection 
yeah. from the outside looking yeah. in. Yeah, I mean, because we, yeah, I know that there was like legal stuff or stuff where we weren't allowed to mm. poach people or do yep. things yep. like that. But yeah, once they hadn't been paid for a certain amount of time, they wanted to leave of their own accord, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, the London office coming off so strongly, that was partly because of um, Aaron's, Aaron's company more or less moved across or elements of Aaron yeah. came yeah. with a whole Aaron, group of people to... a lot of his team, yeah. Yeah. And he used to work on the Lego games, yeah, from memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he used yeah. to work at TT Fusion. Mm. Um, so I've got a couple of questions here about the next great starship before we move on. So if the next great starship was made today, what do you think it would look like? So if they made a season two, what do you think it would be mm -hmm. like? I think we'd have quite a few more entries, actually. Mm -hmm. um, I think I don't think it would be too dissimilar. We would have, uh, you know, we've still got your Chris Smiths, mm -hmm. um, Tony Z's, and and all of those. Um, we have we have some actually some fun people um, that would be good that would make good judges. So. Mm -hmm. One thing I I think was a problem was the manufacturers were not as and the law and stuff like that was not as developed as it is now. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of the um so 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 let's look at the ship that won for example the Redeemer I really love that ship, but I also like the Boomslang but uh, which came second, but the Boomslang by today's standards is not an Orangian ship at all, um and there was a lot of um decisiveness i think i'd say in the community about the 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 engines because they were radically different from anything else aegis made so i guess what i'm asking is um what trouble was there any troubles because of what the community had made in that ship as in the four horsemen the people that made it like and how hard was it to get in the game from your perspective i don't know if you can answer that actually now i think about it but yeah we did have some issues with the Redeemer from memory, but it wasn't, uh, I think we had to rework some of it. We used to call that one the Ugly Duckling, I think. Oh, that says everything. There you go. <laughs> so, because that's, that the by the way, that's what I call the 890 jump. That's, I call oh. that the Ugly Duckling, but yeah. You, you just hate Origin though. <laughs> well, 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 look at that boom slang. Like that was a... A gunship by Origin, and Origin is not that at all. Origin is a high-class luxury, yeah. um, and I'd, I'd like to hear this from someone's mouth, but I'm pretty sure it's a sinkhole. As in, in most games, have a sinkhole for you to get, like, put your money into, and that seems to be what Origin is to me, anyway. I thought um, that was the capital ships, but that too. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but, I, do, but, I do think I agree with you, though. I do think because our brands are a lot more defined now that the next great starship would be a lot more defined as well yeah because I, I always got the impression and I've, i know i've argued with execute and others numerous times that the key purpose and i think you alluded to it earlier was one of the key purposes was to find those cry engineers and the the ship um designed or the ship uh look the design language of the ships was kind of secondary to that find people who really know how to use this engine and, and apply the engine. Mm. Whereas a season two 
that wouldn't necessarily be the case now. Would it, you wouldn't be looking for those engineers primarily. So it'd be more focused on the law and the, the law. Right. And... I mean, we still have, we, we hired, we still have Elwyn. Mm. Um, mm. And he's awesome. Um, and we, we had a couple of others uh, for a while. I don't know if we still have Gage or. Um, so but... the guy that uh, the guy the four horseman guy he actually ended up moving on to CD Projekt Red. Um, that was the last thing I heard about him, and obviously, as you said, Elwin. Um, but I'm not sure I, about any others. I can still remember um, Elwin from Next Threat Starship, and they were mm. they were talking about one of the designs, and he was saying, "Oh, this is these were the, the preliminary sketches I did," and he had like mm. it seemed like fifty of them. Where he was just saying, like, trying to visualize what what his item was going to be, and it, mm. you could just see that design process of him working through and then applying it to engine as well, which was definitely yeah. a good pickup. <laughs> yeah, you... I do. I think it. I think it served its purpose for that time. Mm. It mm. was. Um, we got some staff. We got some more awareness. We involved the community. It was. Mm. You know. Well, would you it, ever? Also, I found out about some <laughs> Would, would you actually consider ever doing a season two or do you think it's just too much work to do that now or, or, or even though the community really got behind it back then or, or what's your take on it so to speak i think because the community is so much bigger now it's hard to it's all about bandwidth so how many shows can you do well mm -hmm. uh and cater to mm. the biggest audience which kind of some of that sucks you know but is that why it's kind of thinned off in recent years like there's just not as much content as there used to be it takes a lot to do a show once a week mm. as i'm sure you know um, to that yeah and mm. it was very ambitious of us to do as much video content as we did because you're always scrambling for content because video game development doesn't happen that fast. Mm. So what happened the week before and what's happening next week is probably the same. And sometimes it goes backwards. Yeah. It's, it's incredibly frustrating. And um, you have all your from, concept from work. At, you have all your concept work and stuff at the beginning where there's just a variety of everything, but as development goes on, like, I don't know, it becomes like, narrower, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Because you've got something like server mission that might take several years to get done. So you can't always show things off. So, so I understand that, but again, remember what I was trying to say earlier, like some of the people, they just want their game. They, they don't want excuses. They just want it now. So well, yeah. the things like server meshing and I mean, some of these things are so technical and it's hardcore stuff to understand, but it, I mean, I feel like we've educated the community a bit as well. Yeah. Like they seem to know a lot about <laughs> game development, mm. uh, I think it's been you know, a good thing because... overall for not just Star Citizen, but gaming as a whole, like mm. to, 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 for the whole thing. Like if, if you can go back and, and, and watch all the pieces, you can learn a lot about game development, not just Star Citizen. Because it's just, usually it's with so many years of development before, before we even see it. I, I can, I know there's games you see them mentioned and then five years later, you, you kind of get the beta and the rest of it's behind closed doors. Whereas Star Citizen, we've had that that in your face time mm. information being given regularly. 
Uh, so it does has opened the doors for us. So I like that. Um, so I got a question here that says, uh, we used to hear a lot about feature creep back in the day, but not so much any longer. How many times to your knowledge has did the scope of the game change? Obviously more and more money came in. So how many times would you say it's kind of increased in, in scope? I don't think it's increased for, I think it's literally been since about 2015. I don't mm. think we've, I think there was that initial flurry of, uh, you know, I mean, over promising, I, you know, I'm not a developer, so mm. I don't want to speak out of school, yeah. but from my, from a marketing perspective, it felt like over promising. Mm. Um, but once that initial crowdfunded stopped, I think everybody had a breather and went, hold on. Now we've, <laughs> now we're going to make these it. Things need yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there was anything, uh, what do you call it? Like malicious is a bit of a strong word, but nobody was trying to mm. like do something bad or, mm. um, all people or or it's just you're in the middle of this crowdfund and you're surprised that it's gone so well and i don't think people thought some of those things through like yeah unlocking this star system that star system you know and then you're like hold on a minute <laughs> i mean yeah uh, uh, from my perspective from marketing i didn't know what that entails so i'm like okay sure right because I'm not a developer, so I'm not there thinking, oh, well, it takes 10 years to do. Um, but I don't think we did anything. Like, when the UK office came on, and even probably Frankfurt, I, there was no talk of, like, expanding or adding extra features. Mm. But I think publicly it took a while to for people to stop talking about it. Yeah. No. So I what was it? Question. I think it was about six. Hang on, about sixty million is when you stopped. Yeah, that was the, that was the last funding goal that I remember. So that was I, the last stretch goal. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. So yeah, so it's been a while. Long story short, yeah. Sorry, Agri, you gonna say? So I've got a question, and I don't, I don't know whether you can can answer this one because uh, it kind of goes more development. But when the cry when the Frankfurt guys came on board, were they kind of? more or less given a free hand to kind of show us what you can do <laughs> with the engine or was it do this, 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 and this? Does that, does that make sense? Um, I mean, Chris has a pretty good handle on the engine, you know, inside out, what it can and can't do. Um, so they were fairly structured, I would say. Uh, and Chris would travel there and everything. I think it was just for, it, it's kind of like how I felt on the marketing side. It's just that what I did was much easier and faster to execute. So if you make mm. mistakes, True. it's much easier to, to reiterate and like do it better. Whereas with Chris, where he's trying to get the team together and, and you know, one path doesn't work out, it's not as easy to fix it. Um, so I think Chris and I were doing parallel, um, fire 
uh, fighting. <laughs> but my, you know, mine was easier to do than working with uh, software engineers and yeah. So yeah. I want to go to the uh, the time period where you were doing the mocaps and all the recordings for Squadron 42. And I want to ask you, what was it like working under Chris as a director doing all that motion capture and, and also working with some really well-known actors? Uh, I was pretty nervous on the first day um, and was a bit stiff in terms of my acting. I was sort of like, couldn't get it together to do basic tasks um you know in the bubble suit and everything um because they're really flat flattening out <laughs> flattering yeah really yeah. flattering <laughs> well also because you're just um you're in a volume there's no props there's no it's all imagination and then chris shows you on the screen what the set looks like then you have to go back to the open space and go okay I'm in a ship, um, you know, <laughs> it's like, but then I um, noticed some of the bigger actors also had the same nerves that I did, probably not for the same reasons, but some of the same reasons in as much that they're used to having a set. And so I thought, oh, well, if they're a little bit nervous, then I'm okay. I can do this. This is not, you know. So um, after about a day, it was it was fine, and Chris was fine too. It was as we grew, it was tougher to work with him on the marketing front, but on the mocap front, that was it, he was fine to work with. So, how starstruck were you when meeting some of those uh, stars, and who who left you the most starstruck? Um, I didn't think I was going to get starstruck, but when Gary Oldman, uh, delivered his admiral speech on the, on, he was just practicing mm. and everybody stopped on set. Cause they, they, you know, you have that, oh shit. I don't know how many yeah. things you've filmed, but you have that moment where you think that you've messed up a take because you were talking or you were moving and they were rolling um everyone stopped going oh my gosh are we filming are we because it he just was so in the moment it felt so real um and when i interviewed him i was a bit giddy I was like, oh my god i feel like a, a kid in a candy store yeah um so yeah i would say hmm. gary oldman do you think um, having actors like that is going to become more and more common in games? Because I look back at the moment and I can think of a couple of games that have had one or two, but when Squadron 42 hits, it's literally going to have like, an, like a cast of movie actors. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, so do you think that'll become more common or do you think it's going to just stay one uh, or two? I think, I think there's a lot of crossover that's happening and I think all this crossover is going to happen even more like I just was it no no not exploding kittens um gosh what was I not uncharted but anyway video games turning into movies mm -hmm. turning into 
uh, Luna, like the Witcher TV series. I think this whole crossover of actors, because video games, let's face it, we spend way more time in a video game than you do watching a movie. That said, though, one time. when it goes the other way, it doesn't always translate because there are, true. like you mentioned Uncharted, that was terrible because they just didn't understand what the game was. Um, so yeah, someone, I think the same thing, like we were talking about, you kind of needed to know the star citizen community. People also need to know the game to make it well, um, yes. into a movie. It has to be the right people. Yeah. But I think those people are crossing over more than they used mm. to. I think in the future it will be more. This is a bit of an off the cuff question, but could you imagine them ever making like a star citizen or, or squadron 42 movie? And like bringing some of those actors back, I could see that. I don't know if you could, but uh, okay. I can see it in a in a TV series. Mm. That'd be a really good tie-in, actually. Like, yeah, like events in, in the game. Like the... Yeah, yeah. We uh, we the did Lost have Squad. that. <laughs> the Adventures of Cal Mason. We do have a few mm. different storylines in the universe. Hmm. Paul, Paul uh, Shelley's favorite character, I think, Cal Mason. I actually have one of the um, the old shirts, the Cal is my wingman, and it only dawned on me the other day that it was Cal Mason, not just this unknown person. <laughs> just a, an epiphany of it. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> I do have another question for you based on uh, the CGI motion capture. Um, do you see that, I suppose, in your opinion, how have the advances in CGI and motion capture changing or impacting or even opening doors for actors like do you think that's um yeah that's probably it um i mean i think actors just love to act from what i know i mean i'm one myself my daughter yep. we like to act um and there is a lot more of this like live action mocap stuff going on not just video games mm. um so i think i definitely think though i mean the people people if it's done well it's it's great mm. i think i mean i'm a i'm a sci-fi fan so but it has to be done well um i i think that if you can do mocap really well as an actor doing the latter, like being on a hundred million dollar set, is easier. Mm. Well, we're definitely seeing a lot more green scenes, uh, green scene stuff in the last, you know, uh, decade. So yeah, I think mocap is a part mm. of that. Um, have you considered having a red carpet event for the um, for the stars and the Hollywood alumni to help release Squadron Forty Two? Uh, a whole bunch of fun ideas that I would like to do to release Squadron. Um, but because I'm not in charge of marketing anymore, I don't want to step on anybody's toes. Mm -hmm. But um, I will put forward, depending on what the team has come up with, I will definitely get in Chris's ear about a few things that I want to do. And a red carpet is something I had in in my mind we've talked about a number of times because like just 
all the press that would turn up, free publicity, you know, entertainment tonight, all those type of people. Um, yeah, we just thought it was a no-brainer, but yeah. Yeah, we were going to say, if you haven't considered it, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. So. We all know uh, Chris's favourite chip is the Constellation, but what's your favourite chip? Uh, mine's the Cutlass Black. It's been the <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, we should have guessed that because of the uh, Cutlass Tango, shouldn't we? Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah. That was an awesome bit, uh, ad. I love that one. Um, um, does Sky have any um, Doom Patrol um, spoilers for us? Or you, if you've got them as well. Oh. Or, or are you... Sky isn't privy to the whole... Uh, grip storyline all the time because it's not children's content um it is very adult content not, not so, kid friendly yeah yeah it's not kid friendly like the first season she was in and um chris was like oh let's watch it you know let's see your scene or whatever and pretty explicitly wrong scene for a child to watch came up right before guy's scene and chris was like ah don't look don't, don't. You know, it's like in a panic in a tailspin yeah. trying to cover sky's face and everything um but uh she um is we think going to play an extra character this season so that's going to be interesting two different people oh, okay. yeah. so uh, I suppose that's a, that's a, a question. I, you're not in the West Coast at the moment, are you? No, we're in Atlanta. And that's because of uh, Doom Patrol, is that right? Mm-hmm. Sky's filming Doom Patrol. So, so and so, and Chris, I, I can't remember if I asked it before the show or in the video. Uh, he's in. And Chris is in. Chris, Chris is, is in. Manchester. in... Uh, my younger daughter's in LA. Uh, uh, I'm here with Sky in Atlanta. So there you go. Uh, yep. Which, which raises another question. Um, given the busy schedules of you all, how often do you girls and Chris get to play Star Citizen or any other games together? Oh, well, when we play games together, Chris is very feisty. So, um, and at the moment his game is Elden Ring. <laughs> Um, as I remember when I was, I think I was pregnant with Sky, he would play Dark Souls. Dark Souls? Yep. Souls? That's a similar st Souls. style of game to Elden Ring. Yeah. Yeah. And it would drive me crazy because of the howling, you know, that, that shrieking sound. I'm like, mm. stop it. Turn it off. Um, so the girls play that with him a little bit and like the little one gets on and finds, um, ways to well not cheat but shortcut it because chris isn't very good at it um playing the game um he's not very good at like defeating the bosses and things like that so so we sort of play with him a little bit uh, that game but you valheim, humor him yeah exactly mm. uh we all play valheim um oh, at least I'm we we played we played a lot of, of that last year I, I do yeah. like Valheim. I, I I suck at it, but I do like it. I'm, I probably like Chris, you know. And then uh, the times that we play Star Citizen, the little one um, 
rain. She reams Chris about all the bugs. That was so, actually going to be a follow-up question. Um, yeah, Chris, we've heard the Chris girls uh, giving Chris critical feedback, like the NPCs standing on chairs, etc. Do you think the girls are still keep giving him feedback? Uh, they're very good at giving feedback, actually. Um, and then Chris gets all miffy and he starts firing out emails to people saying, <laughs> why are NPCs standing on tables? Why is this happening? Why is that happening? So um, I should probably get the girls to, to play it more. Um, so so which of the girls actually, um, according to one of the, the stories I heard, one of the girls uh, took Chris to task over uh, being ashamed of uh, having uh, so many the, bugs. That's our, that's our younger one, Rain. Mm. Yeah, she's very... If she doesn't like something, she's, you know... Uh, it, it, was it also Rain who um, Chris killed because he was too slow at driving, or...? Yeah, no, he froze her. Yeah, they. I guess they didn't have enough fuel to get back. He didn't He didn't um, prepare properly. I, I have a feeling it was um, vengeance on, you know, she'd given him feedback, so Chris was a bit slow. <laughs> Probably it's subconscious. He is quite... He's so competitive like that. He would he would be the you know the dad on the on the soccer field taking down four year old kids to win mm. you know he's very. Like, <laughs> do, uh, do you guys actually get to play multi crew much together like like working together in the spaceship and stuff because that's a big part of this game is actually the whole yeah. crew aspect. Do you and guys... that's where you have you have to do what Chris says or else. <laughs> so Chris is the captain. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's it's quite funny. He get and then Sky likes to. Um, cause trouble she's very yeah. mysterious and that oh. drives chris crazy have you ever seen the video yeah, of did. linus text tips where he just like crashes the ship into the ground like it just kills morphologists <laughs> and yeah, yeah. it's awesome i was gonna say maybe we should get rain to be the captain so chris can get a feel of what it's like to be a crew member i think <laughs> yeah, that would exactly. be interesting I'd, I'd watch that video let's just put it that way <laughs> oh my camera is freezing again sorry yes your camera has frozen um, um if, uh, who is the best pilot and who is the best F, uh, FPS player in the family? Uh, I think Sky's the best FPS player. She's really good at it. Who's the best pilot? Who's the best pilot? Mm. We all have our ups and downs, but I would say that um, Sky probably wins that too. She's very good at. Um, like she'll keep doing it and she'll get really good at it um mm. quickly chris does the same but he's not as fast as she is that's because he's old he's like me <laughs> I, mean, I think he's like 54. don't tell him that he no well, I, I, you know it's older no. the reflexes are getting slower if someone uh, you know if someone was going to tell me i was this old before i saw star citizen i would be really surprised <laughs> i started i started following the game when i was 29. so yeah that tells you how old I am now too, so yeah. Um, so when the game does have its big launch day, where do you plan to make your home in the verse day one? And why? Hmm. That's a good question. Um... I'm assuming it'll be somewhere pirate-related, yeah? Yeah, well, because the thing is, like me in real life, I'm, I don't like, I like to, Chris likes to stay in one place. 
I like to explore everything and mm. I like to explore. So even though I love the Cutlass Black and I want to do pirate things, I still like to, I ca I've got a bit of sky too. I'm a bit mischievous where I want to go to all the other places yeah. and see things. So I think I might, you know, make more than one home if I can. Mm. So Carrick or Odyssey? Hmm. Probably the carrot. I agree. Hmm. Red doesn't seem to be pleased with that. He's thinking. <sighs> he's a he's a bit more of an industrial man, but yeah. <clears throat> all right. Well, with that, that's all of our questions that we had prepared. Um, is there anything that you would like to say? I don't know to to people that are watching or anything that they might want to hear. I don't know. I'll open the floor to anything you would like to say. Um, I mean, there's so many new players, so, and I'm sure to new, you know, a lot of new players, um, I'm not particularly interesting, which is fine. <laughs> um, but I hope, I hope they're enjoying some of the things that make Star Citizen unique, even though it's still in early alphas. Um, that that I'd like to think that our community is a really good one. Um, considering also the size of it, I, f I find that it's not easy to keep a community great once mm. it gets really big, but I think that ours is still. Mm -hmm. um, and I have made so many friends on a personal front. Um, Likewise. From Star Citizen. And I think that's really special. Um, it's... And, and you can you can spend, you know, 40 bucks and that's it. Mm. Yes, you can, Algorad. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best it's, burn I it... think I've ever heard. <laughs> i got to remember yes. that one. Um, yes, look... guys, you have heard it. Sandy has told me to stop. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember it was, um, I think it was um, the 200 million cross that mark. Mm. I'll let you know. And, and your response in email is all text was oh my god what have you done stop yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so I, I from that i have earned the uh paul called me old man old man hurston now so old man al hurston the, the monocle i've got um based on at the time i was oh what's the what's the reward now I said, what's the reward for crossing that and he said oh what do you want hurston <laughs> yeah. and um i said oh no they've strip mined it but that's that's why i've got the the old man Al Hurston line now, so there you go. Do you like it when you go to an event, Sandy, and you just kind of walk into a room and it's unlike a normal party. A normal party, you kind of got to like search through and, and kind of know people. But when you get to a bar citizen or an event or a citizen con, everyone is into the same thing. And that, that's one of the things I like about when I go to events. Is, is that something that is appealing to you when you go to something like that? Yeah. I mean, look, when I created bar citizen and alexis and ben and i went to the first one i think i had a private moment where i kind of cried a little bit because mm. it was just so um welcoming mm. and there was no awkward like yes mm. i know that i founded the company with chris but even aside from that i just saw all of these people just whenever somebody came in they were like hey how's it going what ship you know people had a common ground and it just was so nice and you know, I mean, 
I'm good friends with Batgirl, who. Well, you're at her house right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't tell her I said that though, because she's like, don't tell people. So uh, it's, it's on. It's on the video. She's, she's going to yeah, see yeah. it eventually. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so I'm about just about as far as you can get from um, a CIG development studio. I mean, Tasmania, Australia. Sorry, I know you know where that is, but I have one of these. Do you think I'll ever get to be able to use it? Because I've never been to a, an event. Um, do you know what this is? Do you remember these? I do. I do. Yeah. I've, I've never been been able to go to an well, event. For the sake of the viewers who don't know what it is, yeah. what is it, Sandy? It's a special uh, VIP card. So that it was designed to get you into um, bar citizens or um, like events, basically, that have a bunch of others. Star citizen community. Um, sometimes we do pop-up events. Sometimes we do big events, small events. Um, and that card was kind of like your path. Yep. So I remember at um, the the, the uh, PAX Australia when we had the list and we had the that list. It didn't always work, but that got you at the front. I think there were married people who got. Oh, you're at the front because uh, I was I was one of the gophers there, and we we would shuffle people around. But yeah, it was that was the goal of it, wasn't it? To to give you that early access or early admittance. Mm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, hopefully you give um, Chris a bit of a shove, and we get you back down here, down under sooner rather than later. Because um, yeah, I'd like to to hang out again. It's been too long. Um, uh, and he and he did say that on on you know national TV. You know, hundred million, he'd be back. So. That's right. Yeah. And, and someone's got to hold you guys to that, right? Yeah. All right. Well, I'll thank you for joining us, uh, Sandy. It's been really great having you. Lots of good information. Good to catch up. Um, yeah. Um, if you like this type of video, like this type of video, subscribe. Um, if you want to go the extra mile on Patreon. Is there anything else you want to add, Algrid? Uh, we read every comment, so please leave your comments down below. If you have any other questions you'd like to ask, mm. ask them. Who knows? Sandy may actually read them and answer them. Yeah, but so if not, we will we will try. Yeah, if you've got time, Sandy, you can jump in the YouTube comments and maybe ask some answer some questions from people. But yeah, that's entirely up to you. All right. Um. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this video. Um. Thanks for joining us, Sandy. And um, it's been great having you. And uh, he's been Algrid. I've been Execute. And we'll catch you and next time. And that's been time. Sandy. Great. Thank you.